The following skit has absolutely no affiliation with Nintendo, the Pokemon Company, Game Freak, Creatures Incorporated, or anything in the official Pokemon franchise whatsoever. It is a non-profit, fan-made parody piece created in fair use and quick content warning. While our stuff is typically focused on comedy, this is a horror story. So if you aren't in the mood to be a little bit disturbed, maybe come back later or just feel free to skip it entirely. However... If you are in the mood for some terror and spooks, then you have come to the right place. Thank you and welcome to 20-Sided Stories! Candace, Skip, and Xander, Pokemon trainer team otherwise known as the Dream Police, are continuing their travels through the rural routes of Kanto. Hey, we know where we are. Right? Yeah, of course we know where we are. I think. It's getting late. We should probably just set up camp if we can find a clearing. Yeah, Pixie's getting really restless. Their current route is unclear, but luckily, just ahead of them is the burning orange of a cozy campfire. Gasp! You guys see that? That wasn't us, was it? No, it's probably a backpacker. Let's go! I hope they don't want to fight. Everybody always wants to fight. Hello, sir! Ah! Uh, oh, Pokemon trainers. Hey there. I'm Matthew. Matthew Leeds. Wait a second. Uh, is this a crossover episode? I'm Candace. And I'm Skip. <sighs> Xander, sorry to bother you, but we're looking for a place to camp, and, well, it looks like you have lots of space around your fire. But if it's too much trouble, we can... Oh, no, yeah, of course. Please, uh, settle in. What brings you out here? In the woods? I'm a backpacker, so I just travel around, stray wherever the wind takes me. I usually prefer the cold. Ah, it's so cozy here, but also spooky. I feel like we're about to start sharing scary stories. (laughs) I know a few. Spooky story, spooky story! Can we just go to bed? Have you heard the one about Lavender Town Syndrome? Lavender Town. That was... That was where all that weird stuff happened, right? What's the syndrome part? Maybe we could just hear another one. It all started seven years ago. Lavender Town was known for being small, mostly rural. A place where you'd stop after a trek through the rock tunnel. Throughout its history, it garnered fame through its graveyard known as the Pokemon Tower. This is where people from all across Kanto came to pay respects for their fallen companions. In many ways, it signifies the loss of innocence, as many kids did not know that there was a fate beyond fainting. Pokemon can die, and this sad truth became part of the town and its legacy. Because the tower contained so many graves, and Lavender Town withheld so much sadness, reported sightings of ghosts became common over time. Especially from children. Like my ghastly. More than that, some ghosts couldn't be identified by the naked eye. They needed a self-scope to be seen. Ooh. What? Eventually, some kids recalled hearing the ghosts whispering at night. Overactive imaginations, most parents assumed. So, life went on as normal. But everything changed when Trainer Red showed up seven years ago. You've heard of Trainer Red, right? Of course! Around that time, stress was at its highest. 
Villagers were starting to hear the distant lament of lonely Cubone, crying at the moon for its mother, a Marowak. If you didn't know, every Cubone wears the skull of its dead mother as a helmet, as most Marowaks cannot survive the hatching of their offspring. Over time, the sound of nightly mourning became much more than sadness. A ghostly howl began calling back in return to the Cubone's cries. This worsened at every midnight, and ghostly sightings increased to a horrifying rate. Wispy figures with no pupils and wide, wide grins, seen but for a moment and then vanishing with echoed laughter. Kids again could not rest, and were hearing these sounds every day and every night. When he visited Lavender Town, Trainer Red was able to identify a ghost when inside the Pokemon Tower. It was a Marowak, distressed over the loss of her son, Cubone. Through battle, Trainer Red defeated the ghost, and her spirit faded, calming for eternity. But no one had ever done this in Kanto before. The screamings only worsened after Trainer Red's departure of Lavender Town, as the spirits of other Pokémon yearned for the same deletion given to the Marowak. But no one came. Instead, the tower was forever flooded with these floating, perturbed ghouls. Citizens of Kanto were visiting the tower less and less, and as it turns out, Lavender Town City Council had already secretly been preparing to convert the graveyard into a radio tower. They wanted to remove the legacy of dead Pokémon and spirits for good. And that's when the suicides began. Over the course of a few weeks, the oft-ignored and restless children began committing suicide. Deliberate hangings, jumping the tower, stabbing one another with horrid cries of desperation. The final death toll was somewhere between 1 and 200. This is the unfortunate event we refer to as Lavender Town Syndrome. The radio tower was never finished, and thus contact with residents of the town ceased. If you passed through, I'm sure you recalled a high-pitched ringing, subtle but present, humming in the back of your skull. Many say that these frequencies come from inside the radio tower and its unfinished telecoms, that it plays a song so sad, so sharp, and so dissonant that only young children can hear it. As you grow older, your ears develop. The sound escapes and cannot be heard. But what others say, and what I believe, is that the sound of Lavender Town is actually the ghoulish cries from all the deceased Pokémon in the tower, screaming and yearning for an escape from purgatory. Maybe it's both. Maybe it's neither. But to this day, most folks steer clear of Lavender Town in fear of that aural buzzing noise. The more you are exposed, the more the syndrome takes over. It is said that, overwhelmed with sadness and guilt, many parents who lost their children turned to the cultic channelers who lived inside the Pokémon Tower, and that to this very day, they indulge in dark rituals, attempting to contact another realm, 
and desperate to hear back from their forgotten children in Pokemon. But no one knows if these rituals have ever been successful. More than likely, their souls will be lost forever. Jesus that was Christ, that story. was depressing. Oh my God, I don't want to oh, die. Thanks, mister. Okay. We just wanted to have fun. Now we're all sad. You need medication. You're just awful. Let's go, guys. We'll make our own campfire. No more fire for you. I was using that. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said you liked the cold. You know, maybe some of that stuff was important. What a jerk. Right, guys? Seriously, the worst story I've ever heard. I actually miss my parents now. Me too. Okay. Come out, Cubone. I know. I know, buddy. It's gonna be okay. They'll learn soon enough. Hello, my name is Sage GC, I'm the sound designer and director of 20 Sided Stories, and I'm joined by... Chad Ellis, I'm the creator and voice actor for Station Blue. Yeah, he played Matthew Leeds in this episode, which is the lead protagonist of his show, and I don't know if you want to talk about that. Uh, sure, yeah, so Station Blue is all about that guy Matthew you heard. Um, he's a 20-something who takes a job as a caretaker of a research station in Antarctica. The first season follows him alone there for six weeks. Uh, dealing with all sorts of things that you would expect in Antarctica. There are storms, there's uh, him going through his past, um, and then, I don't you, you've listened to the show, what do you think uh, yeah, no, they need it, to know? It, Chad's doing really great stuff with the show. Um, I had the pleasure of writing some of the music for the show, so there is like a, a teeny little hint of bias, but I don't ever hear the episodes before they're released or anything, and I've just made sure to stay caught up, and I really like what he's doing with it. Um, it's, it's got a lot of really good atmosphere, uh, which is something that's really important to me. So if you want something spooky right now, hit up Station Blue. It's really good stuff. Uh, you, got, you just got like a big download number, didn't you? Yeah, we just hit 100,000 downloads yeah, and counting. Insane. So the show's doing really well. That's awesome, man. Um, well, anyway, yeah, we thought it'd be fun to collaborate on this little Halloween episode. 20 Said Stories still on hiatus, unfortunately. Uh, but I am chipping away at episodes 9 through 16 whenever I have the time. So for all my listeners... Thank you so much for being patient and for all your kind words and all the new people who are showing up to listen to the older stuff. That's been super awesome to hear, too. Um, and, of course, thank you, Chad, so much for being a part of this. Of course. And I got a shout-out since it's Halloween time. Season 2 of 20-Sided Stories, Victoria, is one of my favorite <laughs> pieces of audio ever. It's got ghosts. It's got all that Victoria antics. It has freaking... Um, what, what is it? Buchanan. What's her? What's Kate's character? Matilda Buchanan. Matilda Buchanan is one of the greatest characters in all of actual play. Yeah, Twitter really made it clear that she is the best thing we've done. <laughs> uh, she's, she's wonderful. Awesome. So, credits. Xander, played by Travis Reeves. Candace, played by Jessica Dahlgren. Skip, played by Greg Reasoner. 
Uh, I was the narrator in the beginning, and obviously Chad Ellis was Matthew Leeds. Pokemon themes that you heard by Junichi Masuda, obviously the original composer of Pokemon, but I made the original arrangements and cover versions that you hear here, as well as additional music and sound design and stuff like that. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening to this. Hope you enjoyed our little bonus episode. This 20 Sided Stories will resume shortly. Thank you, Chad. Heck yeah.